My new course is available now. It's called Instructions to Inner Peace, Finding Equanimity and Healing Through an Organized Practice of Ho'opono Pono. <laughs> now, this course is for anyone with anxiety, depression, PTSD, anger, self-worth issues, or for any spiritual seeker who wishes to raise their consciousness. Ho'oponopono, or as many people who have taken the course call it, HPO, <laughs> means to correct errors. It's the ancient Hawaiian technique of cleaning unwanted thought patterns, taking responsibility for your emotions, and raising your frequency for love. I've organized it into a daily practice for you. Check out the link below or go to www.peaceoverpain.com, enter the cyber clinic, and purchase this audio course for a very affordable cost. Give it a shot. See if it's for you. And please let me know how it turns out. Welcome to Inner Peace with Dr. Reese, a program that can help you become liberated in the modern world. Now, here's your host, Dr. Kevin W. Reese. So do you have good posture? Welcome to episode number 138. Today, I'm sitting down with Brian Bradley. He's a veteran postural therapist who was brought in by Pete Agoscu himself and has been with the Agoscu Institute for 30 years. Before we begin, sit down, relax, and take in this important and valuable recording. Let's begin. Brian, welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much. How many people in your career have you seen just absolutely shocked that their pain has been eliminated from the Agassiz method in postural therapy? You know, it used to shock me a lot. Now it's kind of like just brushing my teeth. Um, <laughs> I look at it and say, it's just expected. When you brush your teeth, your teeth are cleaner. Now I'm like, if you brush your body with Agassiz, you're cleaner. Yeah. Like it's that simple. You know, I use the saying, uh, only brush and floss the teeth you want to keep. Only move and align the joints you want to keep. So if you want to live pain-free, uh, listen, sooner or later I'm going to see you or we're going to see you. Yeah. So how about now? You know, that would be a, that would be a good choice. So literally, I just wrote a bio for a, uh, a dental convention I'm doing at the end of this month. Short intro bio, because I don't want them to read a big bio. You know, here's Brian, this and this and this. Okay, let me just write something short. And I literally wrote, Brian's on a mission and has already seen probably tens of millions of people in 30 years. I mean that because last year alone, we had 4.1 million people just on virtual that we had access to mm. that at least heard the message. It's expected. And I think that's a, good, uh, that's a good trait to have as a therapist on any level is what I'm going to hit you with is going to impact you in a positive way. Like just expect it and you'll get what you expect. The thing about postural therapy that blew my mind when I was introduced to it, because I'm a clinical nutritionist, I've been helping people with health for 10 years. So I'm coming at it 
already in the health industry. I'm coming at it from that angle. When you find out how much this affects the body metabolically. Oh God. Yeah. And the nervous system and the eyes and the ears and the, in the jaw and it just goes on and on and on. And it's like, what? Like it, it's like a, a double take, huh? <laughs> it is. And I, you know what the fun part is, is that it's so, for example, I just did that breakthrough challenge with Tony Robbins. Cause I'm, I just went up there and introduced a to get the people moving. We had over a million people represented in every country on earth in five days. Mm. How do you work on a million people? What does she need? What does he need? What does that kid need? What does that grandmother need? Well, there's always one constant. They need to align their spine as much like this and get out of this position. So my assumption is that their bodies are normally looking like this because of stress and everything else. Just think about what's going on in the world. Everybody goes to, oh, COVID just hit us. Yeah, and you know, the gas prices are going up. I paid $6 and 40 cents a gallon yesterday. I was not happy, right? So I'm, I'm rounded over like this, ugh, anger. Or I can just say, this is what's meant to be. This too shall change. Let's go play pickleball, yeah. right? right and it, it's, a, it's a left or right crossroads that you have to take psychologically. And the same thing is analogous with pain. Left is I'm in trouble, I'm broken. Right is What's my body trying to tell me? What if, what if there's something different? And that's what I learned off of Pete Agoscu in 1991 when I hooked up with him and he said, you're one of the most dysfunctional human beings I've ever seen. Now my ego couldn't take that. Mm. I was in the gym, you know, benching this, doing 10 sets of chin-ups a day, full military David Goggins chin-ups, not this <laughs> stuff like that. Um, <laughs> Squatting 465, benching 315, going, yeah, look at me, I'm strong, I'm this. But on the structural level, he was right. Mm -hmm. I went to a wide base, I crossed my arms like this, and this is how I was comfortable. Because when you bring your arms in like this, it doesn't mean I'm closed-minded. It means my body is more, I need to bring it all in because my arms are so heavy when my shoulders are here. So when your arms are crossed, it's, it's just a natural old coach's stance but it's the coach's stance that gives it away that why are you going to a wide base? Because you're not strong enough at the hip communicating out to the shoulder and the legs that you should be in the right alignment. Mm. That's why it's so easy to work on a million people. Okay. Take them through this and this and expect this and give them a way out of it. If it hurts, don't do it, but you need to define what hurt is. Is it pain or is it work? Mm and suck it up buttercup. If it's work, you need the work, mm -hmm. you know, and when you come at them that way, granted, my personality allows it, you get them to go, okay, I trust this guy. I trust the method. When they meet Peter Goscu, they absolutely trust it because he's giving an authentic Vietnam war based experience that led to what the method is today. And now we've expanded out to, you know, even the, what the Institute's doing. Can you, can you explain how having good posture, having musculoskeletal alignment affects your metabolism? When your ankles and your knees and your hips and your shoulders. So out of the new pain-free book, I'm going to just pull up a picture. G generally, that's what I'm talking about. The ankles, the knees, the hips, and the shoulders being 90, 90 above and below. Yeah. 
when those structures are aligned, then every system in your body has a chance of increasing metabolic rate, decreasing metabolic stress. For example, you know that America is 4% of the world's population generally. It's around there. Mm -hmm. We were 56% of the COVID deaths. 56. Yeah. Nobody wants to talk about how fat we are. And I don't mean that in a derogatory way, like you're fat, I'm not. No, trust me, this guy's fat, okay? I love Stromboli. Like it's unbelievable, okay? <laughs> I love a good slice of East Coast pizza. Metabolically, thoughts are cellular. Mindset. Mindset, number one, that's 50% of the problem. The other 50% is we're not moving. And Most, that, 50, that 56% yeah. of deaths, I'm not saying Agoscu cured COVID. Um, I'm, what I'm saying is that when you look at what we did as 50% of the deaths around the world, we already had such underlying conditions that we were already the, what is it, 50% uh, overweight and 40% obese in this country. So, but when you're obese, you're in a hole. So instead of judging a person that's there, grab them, hold their hand and slowly pull them out of the hole. How do you get not obese? How do you live a, well, I can't exercise because my knee is osteoarthritic, my knee hurts. How about if your knee didn't hurt? Well, then I think I'd be able to exercise. Well, let's get going. Mm. Let's do some Egoscue first. Egoscue first. And then when you look at that branching out into Pilates, CrossFit, acupuncture, chiropractor, physical therapy, this, 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 Egoscue's right here. Right in the middle. But when you don't do it, then you're just taking shots in the dark and you're training the body in parts. Good luck. Hmm. You know, and, I, and people listening to this, I don't want you to take away that, wow, Brian is, well, A, a pain in the butt, I get that, but Brian is doing this because that's what he believes in. It's not true. It's what I experimented with and what I've seen through experience. I'm telling you, just like what you're seeing, Kevin, it's that simple to see that metabolic rate increases. We are working out more in this country than any other country probably in the world. I, but, I, have, but I have a client right now. He's 75. Yeah. 75 years old. They're, they're going to, they cut a quarter inch off his toe because of a bone spur. He regrets the surgery. His knee is messed up. The medical establishment never zoomed out and looked at the whole body as a unit. They went right for the symptom, right? Two weeks, I got him doing some postural therapy. And the, the photos are amazing. In just two weeks, his body fat is melting. <laughs> and he's starting to finally get an arch in his lumbar, which was he had a, he had a flat back. This is a 75-year-old man in just two weeks. So what's this guy going to look like a month from now? Um, I'm going to challenge you. I don't think his body fat is, is uh, burning. No, I think his lymphatic system opened up. Ah, yes. The pH, the, the fat, the pH fat. Yep. So you are fat, P-H-A-T. And that doesn't stand for pretty hot and tempting. That's he, all part of that lymphatic word. And he does have hip disparity. So is it safe to say that maybe the hips got a little aligned in those two weeks and the lymph just... 100%. Yeah. Go back to the load-bearing joints, the ankle, the knee, the hip, the shoulder. Arm swing is just as important as 
a little bit of pelvic change when you're walking, right? That's all, they all work in congruency with each other. But this is a gross motor movement, arm swing and leg swing. We all look at that and go, well, yeah, your arms aren't swinging, your legs aren't swinging. But if they don't swing on one side versus the other, then what truly happens is you start to lose the ability for your heel strike and the reaction of the ground to create that pounding effect, which is absolutely critical. Mm. When you lose that, you start to lose the ability to move byproducts. But yet we work out more and we're producing more byproducts. Where is it going if it's not moving? It's getting stored. And then we think, I work out eight days a week. Why am I eating less, working out more? And yeah, I've lost a little bit around my chin, my breast and my shoulder area, but I'm not losing the main section that, I mean, summer's coming, shirts are coming off. You know, it's a, I'm not losing in the area that I would. And if I can find this video, Sorry, Doc, is this going to be video or just audio? Both. Great. Uh, for those of you listening, make sure you go back and watch it because if I can find this gate pattern video that I have, please, God, tell me I have it. Um, it's unbelievable to see this guy walking and he's walking with his shoulders. Mm. And yet I ask him because I snuck up on him. How you doing? Here's what I do. Here's who I work with. And he's like, well, what do you need? And I said, you're hurting. Yes. So I gave him a couple exercises like this feels so much easier. And he's an overweight guy, like six foot something, but he's, he's pretty heavy. Yeah. Think about how much stress his shoes are under. And yeah. you're going to look at the shoe as the problem. No, it's the way the body is loading on those joints. You're no longer able to walk the way that you used to. And that's a problem. Yeah. Once the gate is messed up, a whole bunch of innocent bystanders get hit. Let me see this. Here's, here's a video of the, one of my therapists sent me of one of their clients running the stairs, I think at the Rocky Balboa thing, you know, and the guy's oh, like yeah. in his seventies or something like that. He's doing two stairs at a time sometimes. Yeah. The reason he's able to do that is because like what you said with your 75 year young client, they started to discover youth again because their body is no longer fighting them. We're not promising 150 years old. We're promising uh, a hell of a lot of fun as you get older, instead of your body losing it and just breaking down way before it's time. Yeah. When you met Mr. Tony Robbins, he was in quite a bit of pain, right? He was hunched over. Way back when, yeah. I was introduced to him 30 years ago from Pete when he showed up for an appointment three hours late. But not knowing who Tony was, I'm like, do we stay for this appointment? He goes, I'm not. He goes, I'm out of here. I've known him. You got him. And I'm little, I had no idea who he was, what he was doing. He walks in, he's showing me his power moves. He's six foot seven. At that time he was five foot seven because he's been over. Yeah. But by the time he was done, he was out of pain standing up. And that's when he had that discovery of let's go. Everybody needs this. Whether you believe in him or not, I don't care. He's changed from infomercial motivation guy. He is an absolute global strategist now. Yeah. His financial stuff is game changing because he knows it's not his idea but he'll tell you he only surrounds himself with the best. And he's just short of a billionaire right now. So don't tell me it's not working, but I'll tell you what he has. He has an ability to get people to change their mind from broken to bent to straight, which is right up my alley, right up Egoscue's alley. So this is that guy walking and just look at him moving. I'm sneaking up on him in a car in Florida. 
You notice how one arm's really not moving like the other. Oh yeah. And one calf is much larger than the other. Yeah. I couldn't help it. I had to wow. sneak up on him and give him a way out of this. Oh my gosh. That's a non-hip driven, non-hip driven gait pattern. That's an upper body gait pattern. Oh. So we got to get our mindset wrapped around what could I do if I just did this on my walk? Can you imagine dropping your traps, pulling your elbows back yep. and walking in his gait pattern? You saw that one arm wasn't swinging. It was like this. Yeah. This, this equalizes the arm position. And now the body says, whoa, 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 something's changed. We better fire the hips to come out of it and do their job. That's a Goscue. Tricking the body by putting it back into alignment, getting it out of this and moving it into this. And getting hip driven, that's key. How many athletes could do so much better and have so many less injuries if they just did this and got real hip driven? A hundred percent of them. Like literally there is a, uh, I look at an athlete way different. I learned this from Pete over the years. If you gave me, okay, we did it with one of the NFL teams we work with. The fastest 40 yard dash in the NFL history combine was a 4-2-2. We were sitting with an NFL team at that time in their quote war room, looking at players and all that. And I had the privilege of doing that. Thank you. That was a lot of fun to be there, but I got to see the inner workings and I'm, I'm pulling up a picture going, you guys are looking at this guy and we brought up his legs. One was here and the other leg was here during the swing phase of one leg was doing this and the swing phase in the other leg was doing this. Hmm. Why would you pick that? You wouldn't race that car if one wheel was wobbling. Right. Why would you pick that athlete? Nothing against him. So we passed, meaning they passed on him. And then one another NFL picked him up and I went to see the strength coach and I said, listen, you picked up this guy. I have some ideas for you. Uh, we've got it. And I'm friends with this guy. And I said, I'll do it for free. It's no big deal. I just want the best for this kid. No, 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 Brian, look, we've got it. I'm like, Oh my God, put your ego down, please. God, for the sake of the player. He lasted three games before his first injury. Mm. And it's not the kid's fault. He doesn't know. Right. But think about being a business owner, investing 20 million in an athlete and him lasting the league minimum, which is three years. Well, this, this just happened to Odell Beckham in the Super Bowl, right? He, he, when he, that injury happened, he didn't get hit. That's right. He was just running, trying to catch the ball. It was just a simple run. Like he's made a million times. Eventually he fatigues throughout the game. The adrenaline's up. I want to do more. He plants the foot, the femur and tibia slide on each other. And there goes his ACL or whatever he did. But the cool part is that could happen to anybody until they really get tired of it happening and saying, let's get to the root cause. And that's what we're trying to be systemic in the NFL with this kind of stuff going. If you truly want to listen, I'm going to put it out there. You're a PhD. So imagine me hitting you with this. Egoscue is, 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 is what we're talking about, but because I don't want to libel, I don't want to libel them. This is me. I've cured CTE. Now think about that statement. Wait a second. Are you telling me that concussions don't have to turn into somebody beating up their spouse and then eventually shooting themselves in the chest so you can dissect their brain? Right. Yeah. 
I believe it could go away. Well, how? By getting the upper back and the cervical spine to chronically be in the right place. Yep. So that if you do get a concussion, your cerebral spinal fluid can pulse and move back and forth and nourish the brain. But when you're here, your head's here, yeah. there's an impingement in the T-spine, C-spine is overworking, trying to extend up like this, because you can't look down. Yep. You get a flat C-spine. Now you're getting the pulsing to the brain, but the drain doesn't empty. Yep. So is it possible, is it possible that the fluid is accumulating at the brain level, compressing the brain, and we think the brain's swelling? Right. You're studying the brain. That this is the specialty syndrome. I call it the specialty syndrome. Everyone's, you know, the hand doctor, the two, the dentist, the foot doctor, the ear doctor, the elbow doctor, the butt doctor, the eye doctor. Yep. <laughs> Nobody's zooming out and looking at the whole thing. Look, if I'm a proctologist and I'm putting on the gloves in here, I'm getting ready to go. Here yeah. we go, Kevin. Assume <laughs> the position. <laughs> The position should be first. Do you mind taking a walk for me? Yeah. And imagine that gait pattern is what the doctor saw. Yeah. And then he says, it's going to be interesting. When I go through the back door, I'm wondering if I'm going to feel tension difference somewhere within the canal. Now, granted, they're going in there for another reason. But if they could just look a little bit more globally, you might be able to affect change a little differently. Sure. Absolutely. Speaking of forward head cervical flexion, we're also talking potentially Parkinson's, dementias, Alzheimer's, mm -hmm. right? That forward head is not a good place to be. No, listen, I, I, I'm, I'm affiliated and on the board with a company called Ping Pong for Good right? Cause I play a lot of table tennis. So we ping pong for good is started up in LA where they're doing eye hand coordination, bounce, 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 twist, bounce, bounce, boom, 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 boom. Now I'll do it on one leg and all that stuff. And I said, this is amazing what you guys are doing. What's your, what's your goal? Well, we want to try to, you know, we're, you know, prolong life with Parkinson's and dementia and other brain disorders. That's great. But here's the problem. If you guys are doing all that work and the person presents with that pelvic position, mm. they look like they overdosed on no acetal. Yeah. Posterior. It there's, there's no ass flat back, nothing, but yeah. look at the upper back overly rounding. Yep. Look at the buildup of look how small his hips are but yet how toxic he would say he's fat. Yeah. And we'd agree saying, yeah, he's P-H-A-T, right? We get that. But can you imagine where his head is in that picture? Yeah. That would be a guy that presents itself at ping pong for good or something to do the exercises. But wouldn't it be nice if they could change their alignment first and then do the work? Yeah. Remember Agoski in the center, ping pong for good. Agoski in the center, CrossFit. Agoski in the center, pickleball. Pickleball's 5 million new users a year. Yeah, I was thinking about playing myself. <laughs> it's unbelievable. Unbelievable. It's Take so one lesson. 
take one lesson, you'll be buying a paddle the next week. Okay, right on. But what it does, it takes a 54-year-old male like myself and says, when's the last time I was standing at the baseline, the ball comes up short, I go, got to get to it. My right heel hits the ground fast and then propulses me off to go up there and hit that ball. And I'm 54. Well, my body's balanced and ready. Can you imagine the typical 54-year-old that doesn't? They get to the ball, but all of a sudden, the next move, they pop their Achilles tendon because they went at it like that guy. Right. So in order to enjoy pickleball, in order to play pain-free golf, pain-free pickleball, pain-free everything, you have to initialize that movement by getting your hips to be the main support driver and communicator. Think of it as the on switch for everything else. Right. Yeah, I mean, there's nearly 700 muscles in the body, 200 bones. This is a big structure. <laughs> this is a complicated, big structure. Yet, Pete Agoscu has simplified it in such a way that's so understandable with the eight load joints. When you met this guy, did you think G did you think genius or madman? <laughs> I thought he had free dental insurance, so I'm gonna take the job. <laughs> and then I fell in 90 days in, I had my epiphany when they put weights in my hands because I was again a meathead. And th listen to this. I used 110 pound dumbbells in each hand. 110s. And I would bench press those. He gave me 30 pound dumbbells and I said, What do you want me to do with these? Floss with them? Like what, these are nothing. He said, lay down on the bench. Got my arms up here. Okay, how many reps do you want, 100? He said, no, just trust me. When I say pin your shoulder blades together, show me what that looks like. And I went and I popped my rib cage up. He said, no, 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 no. Don't arch your mid back, let it settle. Squeeze your shoulder blades together. And I went, okay, good. Did your back move? And I said, no, my back's pretty relaxed. He said, okay. And I got eight. Oh my God. Nine. Oh, what? Ten. And I racked him and I said, what just happened? And he said, that's the first time you've isolated your pec to bench press before you were using one tens and using the whole body, including your traps and lats. When in by definition, if I said to you, Kevin, do you, do, can you, can you push with your traps and your lats. You'd go, no, the lats pull. But they were overly working to do the work to stabilize the body in the wrong position and then everything but, and I was getting it, but my pecs weren't growing when I was lifting, so what was I doing? Same stuff every day, expecting a different result. Insanity. That was the moment that I went, you hit me where it counted to me. You met my needs. My needs weren't pain and posture. My needs were, how are you gonna make me work out better? So there's an old saying, the person listening is the one in charge of the conversation. Our therapists at Agoscu are really good listeners because what they're doing is cheating. They're looking for the cheat code from you. Tell me what excites you. Tell me what motivates you. Yes, I understand your pain. I've been there myself. I hear you. I see you. I see it but what really motivates you? You want to, oh, you want to play pickleball. Amazing. Okay. What about pickleball is bothering you? 
Every time I play, I have to wait three days to go back. What would pickleball be like if you could play the next day? Oh my God, my life would, they just light up. That's our goal, Joe. Here we go. Day one, do this. Day two, well, when can I play the next day? You got to be the one instinctively about that, but don't enter pickleball without doing your exercises first. So they mentally feel like they're supported by the work. They physically feel because their body's in a new position. And now all of a sudden, this gentleman in Florida that I filmed walking, his whole life has changed now because he's no longer going do-do-do-do-do-do, not even knowing that he's spending all his time over here and his calf is blowing up on the other side. Right. And eventually he pulls that Achilles tendon and thinks he has a, that side's the problem. The other side's the problem. You're not loading it. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it's, it's all connected. It's quite amazing. But for this guy, Pete Agoscu, to just figure all this out, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's wild. It, it's nothing short of a miracle in the sense that he will tell you, this is a great statement. I was just dumb enough to figure it out. <laughs> because I wasn't blinded with anatomy, physiology, biomechanics, gait pattern, orthopedics. Gray Cook and all the guys who are out there in the physical therapy world who are bringing functional movement patterns and stuff to people, they will flat out tell you, without Pete Agoscu coming in with no blinders on into our realm of work, we never would be looking at the body the way we do now. Right. Think about that. A political science degree major in the, in the United States Marine Corps, Vietnam, getting shot. Getting shot was the opportunity to build the method. What an opportunity. Thank you for the AK-47 into my hamstring, my butt, and my knee with grenade shrapnel. Ugh. And then it finally reached a point where the doctor said, well, it must be in your head. And that was it. That was his turning point in 1971. Mm. He opened up Gray's Anatomy. Yeah. Light reading, Gray's Anatomy. Mm. He would say, wait, 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 Kevin. You're the expert. You're the PhD. All I am is a conduit for information to my customer. They are the experts about their body, not I. I don't live in their body. I live in my body. Everybody has, like his injury is, if I said, let's do an extended lateral from yoga, right? And I said, this to him the other day. I said, Pete, you're an extended lateral. You're way out like that. Your right leg is straight. Yep. Good. Your left leg is straight. Yes. Good. What's the difference between the two? And he said, <clears throat> my, if you're telling me, can I get the pelvis on the wall bilaterally both sides? No way. He said, my, my injury from years ago wants to rear its ugly head every day, but I keep it down by doing my exercises every day. It's like not brushing your teeth and praying that you don't get a cavity. It's coming. It's coming. So I'd rather do the exercises correctly by giving the body an alignment boost so that I no longer have to say I'm falling behind the eight ball and now my body's in chronic pain and I'm suffering from this every day and my body's failing me versus my body's serving me. Life's happening to me versus life's happening for me. Hmm. It's just a difference in perspective. Right. Right. <laughs> And so it, it's just amazing how everything's connected. Like uh, I was just recently dealing with a woman who has heart palpitations. I looked at her posture and her, you know, her shoulders are pinned, 
and forward and you know she's got a little sway back on and it's like oh there could be a pinched nerve there right absolutely but she's chasing chemistry she's Until- chasing all the tests and everything and and checking you know which is cool you know check the biochemistry that's that's what we do in clinical nutrition we you know we got to check the nutrients and the this and the that and that's all good but the posture says the photos say that there could be a pinched nerve there or a pressure coming down on the rib cage. And I say, uh, we're going to go to Dr. Google and I'm just going to type in nerve innervation to the heart. And I'm going to let her read. What's it say? I'm not going to be the expert and tell her I'm not going to be the expert. And then she's going to say, Whoa, 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 Whoa. Maybe there's a short somewhere in the circuit breaker, the wires jumping and there's, could it be that your thoracic and your cervical alignment are here and could be contributing to that? Cause we've already gone down the road of all the allopathic medical and nothing's showing up. Well then what if it is this? And I don't really care who gets the credit. I don't care. Just correct it. We want her well. And so this is interesting because when we look at the photos and we see that the posture's off, we can correct it. And then a whole bunch of other things like domino effects <laughs> and all these symptoms just start disappearing off of just alignment. If you and I were to go into the outback of Australia, mm. and I mean way outback, where you're finding people who have been there forever. They're half clothed. They're killing and hunting and eating for their food. And we're not. (laughs) And we could just interview them and say, just a question for you. What kind of pain do you guys have? What, what do you mean pain? You know, back pain, hip pain, neck pain. You may find that somebody says to you, I don't even know if we have a word for that in our language because they run, jump, climb, hop, crawl. I sent this picture over to some people at golf digest. I'm doing some stuff with look at this picture. Oh my gosh. Look at that bunion. I love bunions. (laughs) I love them. I'm making a t-shirt that says, I love bunion bunion. Show me yours because the bunion tells me that the foot is no longer congruently hitting the floor, heel ball and over all five toes like this. Yeah. It's actually hitting, probably turning out, hitting on the outside of the heel and whatever goes out has to come in. Yeah. So it crosses instead of rolling, it crosses and then pushes right off the bunion site. Is the bunion bad? No, it's a callus. Don't blame the bunion, poor little bunion, Paul Bunyan. Start thinking about it from cause versus symptom. And that's what this entire book and the first book, I know some people had it. This is the first book sold millions of copies. This is the new book version two. I will flat out tell you it is completely different books more for today's people in the sense of the body has changed. The mind has changed. Everything's changed. Well, our messaging had to change a little bit. I'm, I'm doing some light reading and you'll appreciate this some light reading on a book called human locomotion. Okay. Okay. So this is a, I was discussing with some people this morning about gait pattern, like when they walk, Yeah. you know, what should the hamstrings do 
during swing phase right before the heel hits the ground. Well, in general, they should slow the lower leg down before it whips too far out. It kind of goes, it starts whipping, whipping, whipping through momentum. Then the hamstring says, that leg's going to go this far. The knee's going to start straightening. We better fire. This is the hamstring talking, the back of the leg. We better fire to shut that leg down so it doesn't swing too far. And then you hit and you tear your ACL. That's smart moves. But little things like tension created in the long head of the bicep femoris muscle passes through the spiral fibers of the sacrotuberous ligament into the fibers of the ipsilateral multifidi. I understand you get it. I understand, you know, medical professionals get it. And this book's appropriate for that. Yeah. So when I do this reading, I understand every word, but I got to go now, how do I dumb that down so that I, before I started working with Agoski would understand it. Right. Coming out of university with a degree did absolutely zero as yeah. it relates to understanding. It yeah. gave you the basis to ask better questions. What were you doing before Agassi? Were you were you a physical therapist or something of that? Sort? No, don't do not insult the physical therapy world by putting my name in that group of people. <laughs> okay. I uh we train physical therapists all over the world, but those guys have worked for their DPT or their MSPT, whatever, forever. Yeah. Where they're caught up is the system. You got to yeah. find you. If you find a physical therapist who looks at the whole body, you better keep them around you because yeah. they are a rarity. Um, but our job is to get the, the narrative shifted and it's, and it's working because I give them no choice. Put me in a room of 10 physical therapists. I win the argument because I'm not arguing. I'm agreeing. I'm agreeing with you. But where I differ is that posture is first. Many of you believe that posture doesn't even matter because posture is constantly changing when you move. I'm not disagreeing with that, but your baseline posture is what you need to be compared to. Right. Where's your body in relation to those load joints? And that's why we take pictures. 100%. Uh, the, and another reason why you take pictures is so the customer can go, ah. oh, uh, <laughs> things are off. Exactly. Don't just trust me. Trust your eye. 80% yeah. of the population's visual. That's right. How would you explain a herniated or bulging disc to somebody? Congratulations. You have one. <laughs> just like the bunion. 100%. It's a bunion of the spine. A bone spur is a bunion. It's a formation that was there for a reason. The discs were made to herniate. Think about that. Yeah. The discs were made to herniate. Whatever God you believe in who designed this amazing human body, your discs were made to herniate, to protect the soft tissue and to slow you down when you're out of alignment. So is the sciatic pain I'm getting a good thing? It brought you to me. It took you from it took you from a very compromised pelvic and hip position to one of my body can now move around pain-free. This guy's a golfer, if I can find him. I have so many pictures that I try to use. Mm. I mean, come on. That's scoliosis. Yeah. You're not, and no, we didn't straighten his spine. Pretend his spine never straightened, but his, his rib cage's reaction to it changed which then allowed his breathing to be better. And the last three years, I would say the breathing better is kind of important. So we've got to give you the best chance 
of coming out of the hole, remember? Because this is what's coming. These are the kids you're looking at now. That's how oh, they yeah. spend their days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just evaluated some photos of a 19-year-old with a sway back, so wild. I'm like 19, man. Yeah, look at you that. You walk in looking like that guy, you haven't brushed your teeth in a while. Yeah. Meaning you haven't moved those joints and aligned them in a while. Yeah. Doesn't mean we're... We're bad. All we're going to do is a, a deep root canal and get those joints back to this position to give your spine the best curve to dissipate the load. All it is is physics. It's literally physics for dummies. Remember, Pete Agoscu mm -hmm. is the dummy. Brian Bradley is the more dummy because literally I equate my stuff to, you know, talking about this, the way I communicate it is ABC, not PhD. Right. You know, that's the hard part where you're coming from, which I'm, I applaud you because you've gotten to the peak of the, of the educational level where you are, but yet you're curious. Yeah. Well, I had to fall into some pain to, uh, Congratulations. to, to, to find pain free. And now I'm a, a, a postural therapist myself, you know? So think about what you're going to be able to do with people. Oh yeah. I have two books right here sitting in front of me, you know, breath by James Nestor and the oxygen advantage by Patrick McCowan, hmm. right? They're both great books. I believe in both of them. I believe in what Wim Hof is talking about, mm -hmm. but not without a behind it. That's right. Because you can, you can attempt to breathe better, but when you're paradoxically going north and south, trying to heave for air yep. rather than east and west, allowing your rib cage and everything to move or your diaphragm to drop, it's such a great place to be. And you're breathing over 22,000 times a day. Why not make it efficient? Yeah. And, and my experience and, and what I'm doing with my new clinic is combining this with nutrition. And what a combination. And when you're, when you're, when your musculoskeletal system's lined up too, I mean, you're, you're going to digest it better. You're going to, you're going to metabolize it better. Everything's going to be better. How about when you're breathing because of your body being aligned, your, your diaphragm compresses downward on internal organ space, creates an intra-abdominal pressure, and it helps move this, the waste products through your system. You'll actually start pooping more. Mm. Think about how many people on here listening have what they call travel syndrome. Well, you know, I was traveling that day, so I just didn't poop. I'm sorry, but you ate. Yes. Yeah. So if you traveled for three days, you wouldn't poop for three days. I know females who that happens to. Yeah. No, I don't know any guys that don't poop because guys just appreciate poop more. I think, you know, that's just how we are. We're sick in the head, but it's one of these things where our thoughts affect our body. Remember thoughts are cellular. Get your mind away from I'm broken. Get your mind away from I'm traveling. It's going to shut down my pooping. No, expect it. Chew your food to liquid and thank your food for giving up its life. Great. Now just be grateful and then say, you know what? I'm, I'll poop when I'm ready and the body will. But your alignment has everything to do with how that diaphragm functions and peristalsis hits. Same thing with sleep too. Well, trout, it's one of my favorite subjects. People ask me, what, you know, what, Brian, what better pillows should I get for better sleep? I don't know. 
<laughs> I sleep in over a hundred beds a year because of travel and speaking on this stuff. Yeah. I can't control when I go to Japan that the bed even fits me. <laughs> right. So why not train for the sport of sleeping? Change the body and you'll sleep better. And my favorite sport right here, computer sport. <laughs> yeah. Sitting I've been at a, a computer for 25 years, that's clanging right. and banging. And that's probably how I ended up with all this dysfunction that I needed to start working. Yeah, on. but you had to learn that message to be a better communicator to your customer base. Now, here's one the other day that I posted saying, let's talk glutes. Glutes are never weak. Glute amnesia does occur, but it's not because your glute is weak. It's because your glute is not in the right position to fire efficiently. So mm. we blame it on the weakness versus the skeleton. And I started out with a picture of my French bulldog from behind. Those are some glutes right there. And then I moved over to this picture where the sway back from left to right looks better, but it's still so far ahead that somebody's going to say her glutes are weak. That's what we're talking about. And then I picture the pain-free book. Mm. Having said that, one of the ways you can do this is here's my son who's a D1 soccer player and we have him rock climbing in the off season. There you go. Why? Because you've got to be able to reach with shoulder movement and yep. you've got to be able to dig with hip movement. Yep. One of the most functional things you can do for the body. Sure. And you don't have to be a, I'm, gonna, I'm afraid of heights going that high. Um, here's a picture of me walking barefoot with some barefoot shoes on Training on some cobblestone, beach rock, because yeah. it forces my foot and my ankle to react versus a very thick shoe on the bottom. Right. Train from the bottom up. So, you know, we just look at that kind of stuff and say, give your body some variety. If you cross your leg over on the right side all day long, cross the other leg over right. for three minutes. Balance Get the hip joint used to it because your SI joint on the back side will thank you. One of the biggest myths in the medical industry is that cartilage can't grow back. Well, I think they're going to find that uh, th that yeah. the myth is true in the sense that it's it can grow back. Um, we've had people who have had studies shown that said, yeah, my cartilage did start to grow back. Well, the problem that it doesn't stay is because your your scab is being picked every day when the cartilage in your knee that's regrowing after stem cells and all this stuff. Yeah. Imagine spending 10 grand worth of, worth of stem cell treatment in a knee and then going home with the same noxious movement every week. Yeah. Doesn't make sense. I learned this from you. You take your hand, you throw it in your, you know, a closed fist in the hand and you keep going like this. You keep, you know, twisting it. Eventually you're going to start wearing away at your skin. And that's essentially what's happening there in the joint, right? If it's, not in alignment. Unless, unless we keep doing this. Here's the pelvis. Here's the leg and the legs grinding, legs grinding. How do we stop it? Well, the legs not going to quit grinding. Let's get the pelvis to move. Let's get the pelvis to distribute the load. Get your body speaking each part to each part versus treating it in parts. Exactly what you're talking about 90 days later. Mm. that's a lymph system that started moving. Gray is before, black is after. Look how much 
better his abdominal wall looks and he's still lean and mean and muscular yeah but he's better aligned he pulled the pelvis away from the rib cage elongated his abdominal wall and yeah it started doing its job by holding it in and he didn't have to think about tightening his abs because it automatically fires when needed how long of a routine menu protocol whatever you want to call it how long would you give someone for something like that would you some would it, would you go up to like an hour I often write people on our menu and say, here's the hour. And they're going, I'm so excited. And I go, yeah, you are till you get home. And then you wake up the next day, go, I got to do an hour. And there's only 23 left. And I sleep eight of them. Gee, there's only 15, 14 hours left. How am I going to get everything done? I have kids. I have this, I have this. So I don't want to be the responsibility for you not getting it done. So I say this, here's your hour menu. Cause you want to do the longer version. Here's the six minute version. Here's the 30 minute version. You choose which one of those you do per day. I couldn't care. Come back and tell me what you did. I've been given 15 minute routines and telling them to do it twice a day. And it seems Sounds to be good to me. Yeah. It seems to be working quite well. If some people do want that hour though, they, they start liking it and they're like, yeah, I want more. I do. I lay in front of my TV with glasses on, on the floor and I watch movies. Static back. Supine groin progressive in the tower. Mm. You know, I have those glasses on, the bed spectacles, so I can see a TV. So I'm watching something relaxing, like, you know, John Wick 3, The Equalizer, Taken 1, Braveheart, you know, some romantic comedy. <laughs> the Tower. Okay, this is a podcast by itself, The Tower. How come some people get in that tower and they start crying? The emotional release, right? Yeah. And they don't know why. Yeah. Again, I know just enough to be dangerous, but even somebody like Dr. Sarno, who wrote the book Healing Back Pain, remember yes. the psychological side oh, of that. Yes, yes. You're unlocking. Remember, there's a lot of people around walking around every day saying, I'm not worthy. I literally had a female client who said to me, There's no chance of you getting me well. After like we were frustrated that she wasn't getting well, till she finally came out of it and said, why are you so frustrated? There's no chance I'm going to live pain-free. And I'm like, I'm sorry, what? My whole brand is pain-free. What? And she said, when I'm in pain, my husband pays attention to me. Yeah. So I'm taking away your marriage by getting you out of pain. That was a shift in mentality for me. I went, you know what? Done. If you want to be a client of mine forever, I will coach you through forever. But my goal is not to make you pain-free unless that's what you want. Right. That's why listening to their needs is absolutely critical. And look, attitude is the deal, man. If you got, if you don't got a good attitude, you can't do this. You can't heal in general. Never mind posture. I appreciate you uh, mentioning Dr. Sarno. He's a big part of my work. He's amazing, but it's one of these things where uh, Sarno. Look, I'm a big physical guy. You know, in the sense of physical. Get your body aligned. That's physical. I can't deny what Sarno's work has done. I've seen too many people get well with it. Yeah. But it's just a change in mentality. Yeah. I'm not broken. I have a way out of this. Think differently. Wake up differently. View what your body's doing differently. Life's happening for me, not to me. Just that switch, two millimeter shift right there. For me, not to me. My body is serving me. 
even if you have to make it up and say it every day, eventually your body and mind start, remember, thoughts are cellular. Some people are so dysfunctional that they just need more or longer, I should say. I have clients that have been with me for 20 years and it's not because of their dysfunction didn't heal. It's that they need the accountability and they like the coaching. Mm. I don't ever want them leaving me in certain ways. I'm here for you. And think about this. Mm. My posture on day one looks like this. My posture on day 65 looks like this. My posture on day 730 looks like this. Mm. My posture on day 1500 looks like this. But each year that goes by, my life is different. I had a kid. Now they're a teenager. So now they're in college. Well, my responsibilities have changed to that kid. How much I need to be around them, you know, breastfeeding versus paying for college tuition. Both of them come with stressors, but they're different. Hmm. So maybe my exercises need to accommodate that. And so in that way, Agascu becomes similar to something like yoga. It's something that you, it's a practice you just do. There's a, there's a maintenance level to, to all this. Yep. Just get the work done. Things get so much easier. Be practical. Be practical. Trust your instincts. If I drop your legs out into the frog position and two days later you go, ah, oh, my inner thighs like really pulled hard. What do your instincts tell you? Well, not to do the frog the next day. Quit asking permission. Just tell me what happened two days later. Yeah, it's, it's gone. Okay. So does that mean the frog position is bad? No, that means in 30 days, we're going to do it again to see if your body accommodated a new position. The That's hip right. disparity allowed you to drop into it and not stress your adductor and your pectineus and everything else. Yeah. It becomes a functional test in that way. hundred percent. So let me leave you with this. Here's a book called man's search for meaning Victor Frankl. It's about how he survived Auschwitz and what it taught him. And the benefit of that book is life's happening for me. I just got to keep my eye on the ball. My ball is my family. I'm going to get through this to get to my family. And that's what got him through. And the other Auschwitz non-survivors who died of natural causes in the sense of dehydration, malnutrition, all that, not gas chamber, because that was horrific. All of it was horrific. But the reason why he survived is because he kept his eye on this, not what was happening to me. Right, right on. Amazing. Yeah. Where can someone come find you and say hello, Brian? Uh, easiest way is through Instagram or Facebook under the Brian Bradley. <laughs> and uh, I answer all my DMs. All right, man. Thank you for the time today. Brother, thanks again. This was fun. Thanks for the great questions. I know I talk too much, so I apologize to your listeners. Thanks for listening to Inner Peace with Dr. Reese. If this episode opened your heart, feel free to share on social media and tell your loved ones. Also, be sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode. Until next time, may peace be with you.